There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before, but you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. There's only one Eric's Family Barbecue location in Arizona. That's right, just one. It's in Avondale, and it's worth the drive over and over again. Barbecue restaurants that have several locations usually cut their quality for expansion. Not Eric's Family Barbecue. Eric serves Texas-style barbecue that never disappoints, always delicious, never rushed, and prepared to perfection. Now, we know brisket is king, but have you tried their pulled pork with coleslaw? It's a match made in heaven. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Go to ericsfamilybbq.com for more information. Holmberg's morning sickness. The old method of treatment for a person in this condition was to throw him in jail. Remember, Tuesday is Soylent Green Day. That's right. It's Tuesday. It is Soylent Green Day and enjoy that. Thank you, Weapon of Pride. I'm trying to leave him alone, but I can't. Let them have their last couple weeks unfettered by my fingers banging into their song with a bunch of sounds. I can't can't not do it. I have to hear OJ in there every once in a while. I just got stuff. OJ's been quiet. That's for later. OJ has been quiet. Well, check OJ's Twitter. He's been... All right. Hey, hello there, Brady. Juice. I heard you summon the powers of OJ, and here I am. Did you see a white bitch die yesterday? Oh, yeah. I was nowhere near it. All right. <laughs> Kirstie Alley died on her own. When they say cancer got her, that's not my nickname. You can stay off of my uh, Twitter account saying I had anything to do with that, because I didn't, Brady. I, I was nowhere. I like Cheers. It was fun. I, I got some advice for you on your account, Instagram, yeah. Twitter. All right. You should start posting pictures of you and whoever celebrity dies. Hey, you that's know, not a bad like, idea. I knew them. Picture me and everyone does that. Right. Uh, and there was a time when I, I was friends with the cast of Cheers. I mean, they would think about... Coming to my house. I mean, before the incident where I didn't kill my wife all over that porch, uh, people loved me. I was, it was a big deal. So and you put it up there. You're friends with them, and then you do a little eulogy. Yeah. Well, they do a little eulogy, but this is the time I met Kirstie Alley. Clearly, she made it. I didn't kill her. <laughs> I just thought she was great. We had cake and such, and uh, of course, she had all of it. I tried to get some, but. It was hard. Like I would, I might have lost to Kirstie Alley if there was, if I was on the porch with her and tried to get rid of her, and there was cake in the oven. I would have probably been the one dead on the porch. And that woman You're could, picking a different time. Yeah, I'm not. I'm definitely going in there a different time. Different time. If I if I time machine kill Kirstie Alley, it would have been the '80s. I mean, she got big. That would be like fighting Lyle Alzado. I'm not doing that. Anyway, you said I got quiet. I just wanted to pop by and let you know. Good to see you, Juice. Every time a white woman dies, you don't have to bring me up. <laughs> All right? Happy All right. holidays. I'm just saying. White women news <laughs> with OJ. <laughs> we should have him announce when white women die rather than Jimmy. And and just tell us where he was. <laughs> Immediately. Uh, yeah, I like it. Well, OJ has been quiet. Nothing on Twitter? Uh, he posted on the third. Let's see what he's he got. Was, uh, and he's 
So probably about uh, but you, uh, Herschel Walker SC or and stuff. Oh, hey, Twitter world, it's me, yours truly. Well, there's no way around it. I got to talk about last night's game. You know, it's in his Bills uh, hat. That has to infuriate the Bills. I thought they were a year it's away. It's not even a real one. He made it himself. Big year, and it looks like we got to wait to next year for that to be their big year. But they went a lot further this year than I thought. Nah, he's just talking about SC. He's not going to talk about his in- internal rage when USC lost the Pac-12 championship. Look at somebody posted. And the first post is always something awful. It's SpongeBob with a mop. It says, hey, Twitter world, it's me, yours truly. And a guy, and, and SpongeBob is being robbed. He's on his knees with his hands up. They, oh, my God. They, somebody, on top of all that, the third post in is uh, Nicole's 911 call. 911. It's hard to see that. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. The 911 call by Nicole Simpson that, when OJ was knocking her around. That's what they post when he says USC lost. He's just he just does it. He's just goes. I don't know. We'll we'll keep an eye on him. Keep an eye on the Oge. I thought I was going to get OJ. I didn't tell you guys this at the game uh, Friday night. It was the. uh, uh, Well, I really actually am starting to enjoy the look of the um, the Suns games when they do the Indigenous Peoples Night. It's cool. The floor looks amazing. That logo with the I, I, I don't like when I say it. It sounds racist, but the Suns logo is just. I think it's got the twenty-two feathers of the tribes of Arizona. Yeah, I represent one for each one, and it's a, it's twenty-two feathers around PHX, and it looks great. Not a huge fan of the turquoise, but I understand that that's relevant to why they're doing it. And then at halftime, I have to tell you, Native Americans, and I think you guys know it, and that's why you like Slayer so much because you grow up with this. It's time to step up the game on the uh, the traditional dancing. Uh, if if it, yeah, look if this is your best it's boring and then and there's always a moment like in the middle of a halftime show you have to do something more than the dance is like oh okay that's interesting diversity I know it means something I know it and then in the middle when a guy goes well no you go fly like oh you're just boring the tears out of us there hat you have to step it up put a beat behind it do something I, it can't be done and I said to my friend Brian while we were there I'm like look I understand hanging on to heritage traditions and things like that but parading it around at sporting events. It just doesn't fly. It's the wrong stage. Uh, it doesn't look – it's no fun. You want to see like a skills challenge, maybe shooting a bow on a horseback? The problem is – It's a match. Oh, you just don't have the oh, – shooting the target. If targets. I could see a dude barebacking around the yeah. floor, <laughs> killing rabbits and stuff. Oh, here's the problem. It's too meaningful to be put on that setting. It just means too much. There's too much behind it. It has too much weight, gravitas, as they say, to throw out there as a halftime show and then have the guy in the middle go, this is what our ancestors used to do to ward off world. I'm like, all right, enough. It means too much. You're doing something too important for a halftime. Did you see the last halftime show? There was a girl laying down, and she was dressed as half a hamburger, and then other people ran and got the ingredients and made a big hamburger, and then they jumped on her at the end with the last bun. That's what a halftime show is. It has to be for the stupid. It has to be for the partially drunk. And it can't be meaningful. It's too meaningful. You got to do something. You got to do something silly. You can never go wrong with the Jesse White tumblers. The Jesse White tumblers were fantastic. And there's a reason why it has to be quick to the point. Don't bore us. Get to the chorus. The dude's doing the snake dance. He's got hula hoops. He's really good at it. But you can't. It's not. It's just not working out. Uh, And also, it's time somebody told him. Never once have you guys been responsible for a rainstorm. Never once. It's never happened. It's like, let's just cut to the science. I know. It's, you've, not, you've, you've never once affected the weather. It's not a thing. 
Sorry. If I'm going to be rough on all the religions, which I am, I got to tell you guys, as much as I think you, you, you deserve the most out of everybody in this nation and you, you do the least complaining and you deserve the most, uh, it never made it rain. So it's a novelty act at this point, and we can all call it that. It's, it's never happened. Uh, so I just uh, I give it credit just like praying. It's I respect the perseverance. Sure, you keep pushing, you keep, you keep throwing it, but it doesn't work. If it worked, we wouldn't have droughts. Uh, it's a fact. It, it's just, and then you can say, well, the Great Spirit doesn't listen. Well, then what's the point? I mean, it doesn't make any sense. It's the same argument I have. I look, I'm mean to the Mormons, I'm mean to the Catholics, I'm mean to the Christians, I'm mean to all of them. Uh, you never made it rain. You can have your beliefs totally, but you're not making it rain. It's kind of like the. The power of uh, positive thinking, though, John. You can't works. think rain and make it rain. It doesn't work with nature as much. <laughs> it doesn't work with rain. And although I have to say the argument would be they danced around Friday at halftime at the Sun Show and it rained all weekend, but I don't think they were doing that dance. So, I mean, your God's confused, too. I'm not bashing you, people. I'm just saying it's time to just say we know. We know it's just for show. We this was an old way of thinking. It's like the old days of the the the, uh, the religious people thinking that the weather was punishment. And you still run into an old person now and again that will say that. I remember that old lady, that rich old woman that we were doing charity work with turned to me and said the reason New Orleans got hit by that hurricane in 2005 is because of all the gays that live there. I'm like, what? Jesus. She goes, if you notice, that's where hurricanes hit, where there's gay populations. I have not seen a hurricane hit down on Melrose and Phoenix once. It's coming. She was convinced God whipped up a cane. And then I did, you know, her argument did hold some water that most gays do love a tropical environment. They're not up there in, San, uh, you know, South Dakota. They're not flocking to colder weather. They love the beach. The Keys. They love the Keys. They've taken the Which Keys very, over. But they know, also love San Francisco, and it's hurricane-free. Earthquakes. Yeah, but they, wouldn't it, wouldn't some you, kind okay, of disaster so is going every in disaster the is like. to kill gays? That's what this lady had me believing, and she was if in. That, there'd be a, there'd be a huge population in the tornado belt. She the, was all yeah, oh yeah, all along the yeah. middle, Midwest where tornadoes what happened. happened, or tornadoes would scoot over when they moved, <laughs> they'd move. But it's a it's a you know, come on, it's time we all took a break and said yeah, it's not, I, I understand it's a tradition and you could, but it's not. They've never you've never once affected weather ever. Not once. Your ancestors were wrong. Sorry. How dare you? There's a reason you guys love Slayer. It's like the opposite of everything you grew up watching. Like, what is this? It's just you got to go attack it. But the rain thing. Come on. And stop putting your beautiful ceremonies on the sun's half. You're wasting them. They're wasted. Indigenous People's Night. I like Brady's idea. Give me that uh, old-fashioned Wild West thing. And you know what would be really cool on it? Uh, God, I should be in charge of all PR. Really cool Indigenous Peoples Night would be burning a white man at the stake. Re- it would be... Reenactment of, of wars <laughs> yeah, that they won. that they won. Yeah, all sorts of stuff like we almost had your ass. And all we had were sticks and horses. Oh, it would have been great. Yeah, just do something horrific to white people on the halftime floor. Please. That's entertainment. That's what we would want to see. Give the blanket back night. That would be awesome. <laughs> but uh, a couple of horseback riders release a buffalo on uh, the court. Any anything to just kind of trash something. Do it. But the dances are beautiful and they mean something to you. And the last thing you want to do is the outfits. Oh, that's amazing. It's 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 not the proper setting. <laughs> 
it's a nice gesture. The Suns are putting it out there. like, And the Suns are getting all the credit for it. The Suns are like, look at us, diversity. We're embracing the native culture, and that's nice. But none of the, I don't know which tribe did what because the guy's up there telling me a story and I don't have time for that. I'm trying to get a I'm trying to get a spinatos like in my mouth. Beer, I'm trying yeah. to get a beer going. I'm like I, You're I, not I, listening to the story? No, I'm actually uh, honoring them more by getting that thirty two ouncer. I'm like, let's do this. Let's have some fun. It's a party. People are fun. And get some gambling out there. Do some blackjack. I don't know. Something fun. But it is tough. And again, I have to say it. You've never once affected weather. And I would love to hear a native tell me, you're right, we know. Deep down we know we've never affected the weather. Maybe there is a journal. The Great Storm of 1880. They didn't do it. They didn't do it. How come they'd be the only ones? And also, if it worked, why wouldn't you share that? Like, why we would have stolen it. <laughs> it's what we do. We just said, well, they got a rain dance and it works? Uh, we're taking that. And uh, we'd have stolen it. I mean, you don't think Royal Norman calls in to check and see if they're doing a dance <laughs> right, and see if it's going to yeah. rain this or, weekend? Or, you know, it's like it's... Royal might. <laughs> Royal would just for the laughs. But he's a dark man. But yeah, I didn't, come on. Stop it. We'd have stolen it. If, if something that was real, white people would have stolen it. You guys know that. We know that. So it's time to just say it. It's not... And it's very serious. It was like it's too serious for a halftime show. Have you been? You haven't been doing a DM this year where they do the indigenous people. I have people not. Now. I'll take you to one of them. And we'll sit and we'll watch and we'll think, see how serious this is? This isn't working. Sell me something. Have have DJ Soaring Eagle and have him out there just whipping up some beats. And then do the hula hoop dance. That dude doing the hula hoops is incredible. They have a few, you know, like they had a, a one last year where two Russian guys held this 30-foot pole that bent all the way to the ground on their shoulders. And they were springing this broad in the air, almost hitting the gondola. And she's landing on this little balance beam over That's and over. Amazing. Like, Good Christ, this is an entertainment show because there's risk. There's, you know, she could break her neck. And then what, I'm watching a game a couple weeks later in San Antonio. And in the background of the halftime show, there they are again. They tour the NBA. It's glorious. I'll tell you the sons who they should book is the Red Panda. What's she's that? on a unicycle spinning plates. Yeah, that's good all stuff. over. It's they unbelievable. Did. It's like on a, you know, 10 foot tall unicycle. Yeah. They did a quick change act once, uh, and I hadn't seen that live in my life. I thought that died in, like, the 40s and 50s on old TV. But uh, they brought this couple out. They ballroom dance, and in the blink of an eye, they're in different clothes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and at it's first, amazing. I'm like, this is the stupidest. Oh, my God. <laughs> How many times? On the edge of my seat. I'm like, that's her fifth dress. Where is she getting them? And she, like, she disappeared behind a curtain for half a second. And then, like, in a spin, and then before the spin's over, she's out, and she's in a brand-new dress. And then the dude's doing it, too. Like, his whole tuxedo would change. Not just color, like style. It's amazing. I, but those are the types of things that entertain us half-drunks. By halftime, we're half-drunk. So we can't have these serious moments. So is, this, is this the Red Panda you're talking about? This is Red yeah, Panda. Yeah, she flips <laughs> the balls on her head. It's amazing. Is it okay to call her Red Panda? She's actually aged. He's in the Washington Huskies game. Look at that reverse stack. She's stacking. She's on a <laughs> unicycle, stacking teacups on her body. Kicks it up. Oh, stack the ball. And then it keep going. Same exact reaction they had for the quick change. Like, this is stupid. She just threw those balls up with her foot, caught them all in her head. Oh. That's impressive. That's halftime entertainment. It is. All right, I'm going to go get a beer.
Then you can wager, will she catch yeah. him or not? Because she did have a couple of drops. Yeah, I think there's some also with the uh, indigenous peoples thing. When you guys throw out that serious halftime show, uh, that I, the white guilt kicks in. And I'm like, you guys are telling a story that I probably, my ancestors probably wrecked. I don't, I don't need that. Not at the sun's game. Looks like the red pan only does the college circuit. This is college, and she certainly, that music would be a turnoff. But she's got a full house there. This must not be halftime. This must be like a timeout. It was halftime when I saw her. Here she goes. Where were you? OSU game. All right. <laughs> Basketball game. Flip it up. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> she did it. She's twofer. That red panda is amazing. Get her out here. Now, here's what you do. You get a sharpshooter with a bow and arrow, and you start taking the bulls off her head like William Tell, and you have Indigenous Peoples Night <laughs> taking down the Chinese, which they had to fight off, too. Another good one, the spinning knife yeah. thrower. Oh, so many great My skills. assistant is on the board. See, basically what we want is a old Wild Bill Hickox Western Wild Nut Show where the Indians come in and just trounce everybody. But you win, like win the fight this year. I'm watching that thing on Friday night, and I'm like, it's beautiful, I think, but I'm, I'm half in the bag here. I, all I'm thinking about is a pretzel. You're bringing up God and <laughs> you have like a meaning, and I don't have time for this. Give me some. Give me DJ Soaring Eagle. That's what I want. Give me Alliance, this, our, oh, our winning band, to go out there and just scare the crap out of everybody that they're that they're on the war path. Like I think those Indians are mad again, and like just freak out Whitey in the front few rows. <laughs> Imagine if they set up Alliance in the middle of the. Se- and oh. now from the San Carlos Indian Reservation, a rock band called Alliance. And that dude hits that boop note, and the whole room's going to be like, okay, give him some money. All those rich white people up front, horrified by that. But John, never made it rain. Haven't you ever been to Talking Sick? Those natives make it rain. Oh, yeah. yeah well, there, you guys have figured out the rain dance. <laughs> and I don't see much dancing. I see a lot of celebrating. That's the rain they're going for. Well, it took years to finally go, I don't think we affect the weather, but we can pull money out of their pockets. Win. Rub it in. That's what I'm rooting for, natives. Rub it in. The Suns are giving you a whole forum like 14 times this year. Every halftime show has to be uh, rubbing it in. Just letting Whitey know you're still not over it, and you shouldn't be. We had lots of problems. Our DJ Soaring Eagle will now play a song called All White People Must Burn. And then play that and have us all kind of dance into it like we're not sure what's going on. Do that. This is your time to win one. Quit trying to tell us how wonderful you are. That makes us feel bad. It's terrible. I'm rooting for you. I'm rooting for the Indians. I'm waiting for the uprising. I'm, I won't fight back. Uh, and then I got this email. This is an interesting one. When is our uh, in-house Christmas party? Is it this week? Next, uh, next Wednesday. Week. It's next it's, Wednesday. I Smart think so. Trips, yeah, it's next Wednesday. Trip's yeah. brilliant. Put it on a Wednesday. I got this email. It says, uh, Dear John, I got it yesterday at about 8. I was fired three hours ago, 5 p.m. from my uh, job. They let me get through the first day back, but it was evidently from my behavior at the Christmas party. I did get drunk, and I knocked a table over. It was, I, I wasn't sexually weird or anything. I stumbled, and instead of grabbing a guy's wife, I rolled and went into the table and knocked it over. Uh I am furious. It was a six-figure job. I've never made that kind of money before. I just started getting in with the bosses. The owners of the company were there, 
and they were the ones providing the drinks. It's their fault, isn't it? Should I sue? Should I try to get my job back? A couple years ago, a girl at the party took her top off, and she was just told that she had some paperwork done about the incident. She got to stay. I'm miserable, and I'm furious, and I'm mad. Uh, I've also been drinking since I got fired, so uh, I have to let you know there's not one misspelled word or stupid comment in that I can handle my drink. What do I do, Steven? Ah, the Christmas party's back. Here we go. Sounds like people used to have working here. They never got fired. No. You can get fired for your Christmas party behavior. It is a work event. Except here. Evidently. <laughs> I mean, it's downstairs. Yeah. Our one sales guy. Woo. We had a few people that should have been booted. But you know what? You know, in a nice commentary towards our management, they understood it. They, they had chats with the people and said, bury this. This is not to, if, if the people who were upset at the guy who was grabbing ass at the Christmas party and he was grabbing more than ass, <laughs> he was getting some front butts. Uh, if those people weren't going to be uh, mad and their husbands and wives weren't going to be upset, then we can let this fly. But you are definitely a representation of your workplace at the Christmas party. Behave. We have another one that happened in Traverse City, Michigan. Firing? The Grinch had a little too much drink and beat up Rudolph. Yes, he can't Some guy dressed as a Grinch for the company party, and then another guy came in a reindeer outfit. And they started fighting. He was the aggressor, started throwing punches. Reindeer guy was just trying to defend himself. Yeah. Not clear what led to the fight, but drinking was involved. Cops arrested right. the Grinch. Yeah, we had a, uh, we've had some incidents at our Christmas parties. Uh, same guy at a couple of them. And the one time that we had to try to remove him and tell him, what's your address? We're calling you an Uber. He said the N-word about nine times in public as his address. And then I tried to choke him out because I had just learned how to choke people out. <laughs> I'm like, let me put him to sleep and we'll stuff him in a car. And uh, the girl that was like keeping an eye on him. By the way, the girl that was keeping an eye on him, he kept grabbing her boobs. You got great boobs, baby. They work. We work <laughs> together. We all work together. So I'm putting him to sleep and stuff every once in a while. And she kept pulling on my arm to stop it. And I learned later that that's really dangerous, taking him to the brink and then letting him loose. <laughs> I did it about three <laughs> times. <laughs> Finally, we just drug him out. I, I slept him and we put him out in the car. And uh, he woke up and started to tell the driver his address was the N-word also. Imagine that. He's from Massachusetts. <laughs> They're still out there. The company parties that are like, won't happen to our company. Yes, it will. And I don't know the rules legally on that. I don't know what that is. If you're if you're providing all the alcohol and stuff goes sideways, you're I mean, like you're kind of on the hook. Like, I think that's why most places won't fire people for their Christmas behavior. Uh, unless because for a while, I remember Chuck uh, used to give us a ticket. We'd get like one drink, drink ticket and then the one drunk would be like, give me a ticket if you're not going to use it. And Brady would hand him the ticket. The guy would have seven or eight drinks or you could buy your drinks and then it's on you. Because that was smart. We'll get, we'll buy you one drink, but we're not providing alcohol all night long. And then Trip had it at his house, and it was an open bar. And then the, 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 some trouble started. But it, well, I don't know that it was a sanctioned company party more than it was just Trip's party. But it was a work event. Like I always treat it. I always treat those things like that's a work event. Keep your cool. What's amazing is. It's at the company party, whereas you'd see those people majority of times at a regular person's house. Yeah. Not going as deep, yeah. but they go deeper, it seems like. Yeah, Christmas a lot parties of times bring Christmas out parties. the crazy. 
I think it's because uh, you're so boring all year at work most of the time. Yeah. That you want to show people you got personality. You need friends. You're like, it's the guy trying to shine, you know? He's trying to be like uh, in the spotlight. And you feel like, Overdose. oh, it's on the company's dime. Well, yeah, it's free booze. Yeah, and then yeah. there's that. There's the guys who are like, I'm going to take these guys deep because they don't give me nothing. And so you eat all the food and you drink everything. And that's why Chuck, our brilliantly cheap boss years ago, had it figured out. You got a burger patty paid for the bun, like the bun cost. We. You're getting a burger patty over here. The buns are a dollar. Like you're charging us for the accoutrement with the burger? Goddamn right. You want ketchup? Oh, jeez. <laughs> oh, okay, Rockefeller. You're going to break us. Yeah, the Christmas party at Wrestler's Roost, which he booked in the middle oh, of December. Five degrees. and cold. <laughs> like burgers on the grill. One drink ticket. We had to drive all the way up there freezing our asses off. By the time you got the burger, it was so cold. It was like a hockey puck by the time it was all said and done. He got mad at so me. So cold. Because at the time, the day that we had the Christmas party, uh, my I don't know if we were married yet or not, but my ex, her, she found out her father had cancer that day. It was a Sunday night, too. Remember, you'd have oh, like yeah. Sunday nights? Yeah. It was a Sunday night. And to find out he had cancer. And so I called and left a message. I'm like, we're not going to make it tonight. Uh, got cancer, and she's pretty upset. And Next morning, I'm getting the cold shoulder. Couple days later, I haven't talked to Chuck in like two days. I wander up. What's going on, man? Oh, nothing. I guess some people have fun here and just let it go, and some people decide to skip the company functions whenever they feel like. I'm like, did you not get my message? Oh, I got your message. Uh, are you mad that I didn't go to the Christmas party? Well, I mean, I put that thing on. It costs a fortune. You're one of the faces of the station. You should show up to those. And I'm like, you didn't get the message then. I heard he's got cancer. He found out that day he'll be fine. Like, oh, my <laughs> God. Well, it's still sort of devastating to his daughter. And he was right. And he was right. The guy's still alive. <laughs> Chuck's dead. <laughs> yeah, they, they took a, you know what? They took that stuff out. And like 10 months later, he was like jogging. He was running marathon. I've had day. cancer 10 times. <laughs> Cancer, pussy, you couldn't show it. You didn't get cancer, did you? No, but it was a tough day, and I wanted to be there. Oh, boo-hoo-hoo. Look at my finger. That's cancer. I lost my finger years ago. It grew back as cancer. That was a billion-dollar Christmas <laughs> yeah, party. And Christmas, then he started throwing the numbers out. 35000 for you not to show up to that. Did you enjoy the meal? Gonna say you should have gave me your so three seventy five worth yeah. of uh, food that you missed. Out and on. what was funny was when I had the Christmas party at my house, the budget was seven hundred dollars. So I knew it was, and I had to get like find a deal on alcohol. It's between thirty five thousand and seven hundred, mm-hmm. and then the one year he decided we're not doing it. I'm giving everyone what I'd spend on the Christmas party. Yeah. Here's fifty bucks. We all got well, not everybody. I got a hundred, <laughs> and it pissed a lot of people off. I don't know why he gave. I gave you a hundred. Like, why is everybody else getting fifty? I like you. <laughs> oh God. And then he would tell people. I gave John Moore. Oh, no. But those wrestlers' roostings were always trade-outs with the AM station. Like, they were getting all kinds of free advertising and stuff. And it's like, oh, those four <laughs> listeners over there really really paying it off. You're right. You're killing it. Freezing. Yeah, Christmas parties. Be careful. You can get fired for your behavior at a Christmas party. Every year I get emails saying, oh, I'm in trouble for my Christmas. You can do it. Ever. This guy says, I never got too drunk at the Christmas party because the Christmas snow I was snorting leveled me out. Our parties, our parties were awesome. I went to the Precision uh, Air and Plumbing and NewACUnit.com Christmas party a couple years ago. Eric Bryan throws a party. 
and those people get plastered, and Eric's fun, and you get it, you kind of read the room, and even still, you can get fired for your behavior, even at a fun Christmas party like that, because I know for a fact that if one of those plumbers went over to one of the AC guys and started to fiddle his wife's cans, you're fired for it. That goes back to your work, so just be careful. It's Christmas party season, and it can be big doings. Here's my uh, Christmas party advice, my wise old sage Christmas party advice. Always, with your wife, girlfriend, whatever, whoever you're going with, husband, doesn't matter, whoever is in the car with you, be on the exact same page for what time and why you're leaving. My best advice is to say you've got another Christmas party to go to. Luckily, Saturday, I had a Christmas party and a dinner. It was gold. Double dipping. Perfect amount of time at the Christmas party before things got stupid. I wandered out, went to my dinner with the other people, and it also made it so, just in case I hadn't seen these people in a long time, that we were shortening the night with them by going to the Christmas party till about 8.30, and then the dinner started late. That way I didn't have to spend all night with them. It was gold. Christmas parties are dangerous. You always behave at Christmas parties. Everybody, you know, everybody does. Brady was unfortunately the guy with the two drink tickets that would hand them to the drunk because the drunks knew. Oh, by the end of that night, yeah, drunk oh. had a stack. Yeah. Uh, and we're still uh, going through yeah, them. Yeah, it looked like he'd buy in raffles. It's just throwing gas on the fire. Yeah, you liked it. Gotta I, go. I liked it. See you later. <laughs> Have fun. Here you go. Well, can't wait for the story. Well, Brady, see you Monday. Right home, pussy <laughs> Monday. <laughs> yeah, give me right home, you pussy. <laughs> I'll, I'll see you Monday, maybe. Bye. <laughs> Here's another drink ticket I found on the I'll floor. give you a ride home. I just got to go to the bathroom real quick, yeah. and I'll be right yeah. back. Oh, uh, it was great. Yeah, our Christmas parties were, and we'll never have another one. We're having a some sort of weird Wednesday afternoon. There's burritos and, like, fajitas. Couple, Margarita machine, Margarita will, be machine will be here. There could be an after party. Yeah. Well, that is off company time. Because what they did with this one is say, I think, what is it, from, like, noon to 2? Yeah. <laughs> noon to two. And then at two o'clock, if you keep drinking. That means the afternoon. You're doing it somewhere else. Yeah, nobody's going to work Wednesday. Yeah, nobody's going to be here. At two o'clock, it's this place going to be a ghost town. Be careful. And to the Steven guy, uh, you got plastered and started knocking down furniture. Control yourself, man. You're a grown-up. If you ever fall down drunk after the age of mm, 25, you're doing it wrong. You've got no tolerance. Eat, eat a steak. Put some, put some food in there. Get in there. Come on. Strength. Strength and power. It's a mental game. You, when's the last time you fell down drunk? It's been ages, right? Yeah. Stupid. Two weeks ago. Some people in there. That's people, ages. Some people just have to understand. Yeah, it's a long time. It feels like forever. Some people just have to understand how to do it, and some people don't know how. They don't know their own barrier. They don't know that first tickle. Oh, here we go. If I have one more, I'm going over the edge. So it's time to slow her up. Next thing you know, you got somebody screaming, Vegas bomb! You have to go, no, and not care about peer pressure. Someone calling you a pussy doesn't actually make you a pussy, very much like the rain dance talk earlier. It's not a real thing. You're a pussy. means nothing. Those are sticks and stones, and I know in 2022 that's actually horrifying. Just words. You won't actually turn into one. If you say, I can't, I'm about to start grabbing people's vaginas. <laughs> you have to know your limits. The groper, the traveler. Oh, yeah. What Let's are go you? to Vegas, man. Everybody. Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. Everybody knows who the groper is except the groper. I'm not going to give you any more alcohol, Jeff. 
you're going to start grabbing people's vulvas. Oh, nah, that was last year. Cool, next, thing you know, next thing you know, he's grabbing sponges, and we're like, what are you doing? <laughs> you guys don't have any idea. All right, what's your address? 135 way. Look, ah, for crying out loud, it's all happening again. <laughs> there he is, going through the crowd. Visa, visa, visa. <laughs> I don't know how one year you can have to come back to work crying and apologizing to people for grabbing their wives' hooches. <laughs> and then the next year, you're getting choked out of the party. <laughs> Because he couldn't stop saying the N-word. He tried to fight a guy. We didn't know. Guys, look, what are you looking at? Well, I don't know what I'm looking at right now, you dumb mother... I'm like, all right, he's really... Just keep walking, please. I'm about to put him to sleep. And this guy was huge, too. Huge. He's like, I'm going to put him to sleep. You don't... I'm, I'm going to let you. Don't worry about it. I'm just... <laughs> shut up, Jeff. What are you looking at? Oh, stop saying that word. <laughs> Oh, so drunk. So drunk. Girls, you you leave for two seconds, came back to a la- a table of ladies sobbing. <laughs> and the one denominator is the little drunk bob bobblehead standing there. And there's four ladies crying, hugging each other. I'm like, what did he do? Okay, he's going to hit her. He's not going to hit anybody. Get over here, you idiot. <laughs> he threatened to hit that le- Doug's wife. He's going to punch Doug's wife. <laughs> and at a certain point, you're like, all right. <laughs> It was hilarious, but he didn't. He came back in again that following Monday, sobbing. <laughs> Your problem? Like we know. <laughs> and then he was fine. Like for a year, he was fine. Like everybody, the Until the next party. Till the next Christmas party. He <laughs> was like the nicest guy in the world. Next Christmas party. I got well. a wicked problem. <laughs> yeah, that was the next. The next Christmas party. It's like, oh no, he's lost control. We had a kid named Double uh, O C at Tony Roma's. Now we this I think the statute of limitations is up. His name was Dave. Double O C stood for out of control because it was t- when we'd start saying it, it was like uh like you know, calling an audible at the line in football. It's like double O C, double O C we knew we just gave him one too many. It was bad, and double O C had shown up. Danger zone. Double O C's here now. It wasn't Dave anymore. And the key to knowing when double O C was done was he evidently had lazy eye as a kid. And the alcohol Wandered. stopped his clock. So that right eye, we'd be looking at him, and then he'd take another shot. Woo! And he'd look at you, and the right eye would just fall into oblivion. <laughs> Gone. <laughs> Nothing left to show for it. And he didn't know. He'd just stare at you with that one good eye still. The strong eye was still there. The other one was looking down at the ground like, oh, no. And Double OC had arrived. Double OC got a ride home in the back of a pickup truck once. He was 16. By the way, when we were feeding him all the alcohol, <laughs> he was a bus boy, and I'd give him alcohol to like pay for things. I'd be like, "Hey, do all the closing work in here, all of it. I'll light you up." Okay. <laughs> so he'd do it all, and then one night I didn't give him all the alcohol. This night he was just at some high school party, or like by this time he's like seventeen. Double O C's in the back of the truck. He's asleep. They put him in the back of a pickup in case he started throwing up. Put him in the back of the pickup like, no harm, no foul. We'll get him home. We'll lay him on the front porch. Parents find him in the morning. Everybody's kind of, he's just going to get in trouble with them. Nobody will know. Well, when they get to his house, he's not in the back of the truck anymore. Oh, Jesus. He woke up and jumped. He was laying on Dobson and Guadalupe. Oh. (laughs) Just out. (laughs) Luckily, it was like 3 in the morning. He skidded down the road a little ways, had some injuries. Double OC was at work the next day. Hey, Dave, what's with all the scarring? I jumped out of the truck last night. I, I woke up. I didn't know where I was. I got scared, and I jumped. 
<laughs> oh, my God. I know, I know, I know. I think I might have broke my shoulder, but I can't tell my parents. All right, we'll do all my closing, and I'll light you up again. We'll talk about this. <laughs> we used to get that guy drunk every day. Not responsible, but fun. Anywho, Christmas parties. Best to just get the flu now and avoid it. They're not good things. Somebody always brings a delicious cupcake. and People will say something that will make the, like, these cupcakes suck. And they don't realize that you just offended Mary, who spent all day trying to be sweet to thee, and nobody really, and she cries. Nobody at the office likes me. And then she starts drinking. You got an emotional lady, some drunk guy in the corner. Everyone's fired. Keep your cool. And I still don't know how our Christmas party didn't end in a full-out beatdown. Because when squanches were getting grabbed, they were the wives of employees. Uh, it almost happened. Uh, I wasn't. I didn't see it. I was the yeah. one who had to stuff them in a car. I didn't get to see the actual act. But there I was heard only about no. It. That was the year before with. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 No, no I, didn't, yeah. I didn't get to see the squanch yeah. grabs, and I heard that it was very close to being. This is over for you. Yep. And picked on the wrong dude. The guy's a trained Absolutely. fighter. Yeah, all was bad. Only tanks won. That was only one complaint. All the rest were like, they're okay with it. Yeah, but. all the other ladies were finally getting some action from these old salesmen. <laughs> and the hilarious part is always everybody always thinks it's the guys on the air that are wild and crazy ones. No, and for the most part, we're it's not. sales and promotions department. Oh, they get I remember to unleash. our, our uh, elderly stateswoman, Mary, came up to me. She introduced me to her new boyfriend she met online. The dude was funny, too. It was like oddly, strangely funny. And uh, Mary, who's at the time, she had to be, I don't know how old she was, 85? Anyway, she was an older woman. She comes up to at me. Least. I loved her. She was great. She comes up to me. She goes, oh, what do you think of Howard? I'm like, I like her. I think he's awesome, actually. I really like him. I'm glad you guys have found each other late in life so you can wipe each other's asses in a couple of years. And then she says, uh, I can't tell you something. I'm like, what? He's huge and the sex is amazing. I'm like, all right, I'm going to throw up on you. <laughs> And these are conversations you don't have with coworkers. And then all she talked about was Howard hosing her all night. And I'm looking over at this old dude, and he's just winking at me and smiling. <laughs> I'm nailing that thing to the floor. Like, oh, God. No need to think of that. She's the kindly old lady in the office. No open legs. My friends call me the clam crusher. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It looks like Thousand Island dressing down there sometimes. Why? It's an awful lot of red. What? What does it mean? Are you dying? Is that blood? Is there... What is happening? You got insurance? I thought she was using some sort of self-tanner. Ew. Then he tries to sell you a product of some sort. (laughs) Come here for a second. I got something in the car I want to show you. Uh Uh-uh. It's a sex swing with a toilet in the bottom of it. Like, because sometimes you knock them so silly their bowels loosen. All right, I'm done talking to you. Did Howard sell you a swing? No, 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 no. I'm going home. Yeah, you're right. It's salespeople and the people you'd least expect that start talking about how they like getting, you know. I I love a Cleveland steamer. Like what? Huh? What? (laughs) You're the lady in all the nice clothes all the time. It was crazy. Anyway, what are you going to do? Christmas parties. Be careful. Like Stephen, our listener, you can lose a six-figure job just for being too drunk. Doesn't sound like you did too much more than just annoy people. Also, that tells you something about what they thought of you going in.
Because if you're the drunk guy at the Christmas party, you're probably the guy at work that everybody's kind of on eggshells about. You, you might have a hair trigger. So, you know, Brett's favorite phrase, look inward. <laughs> Discover whether or not you're the guy who's screaming and yelling at everyone all the time, that they're the problem. And then, uh, you know, you're drinking yourself Is into a Is this the coma. party that I should yeah. go deep Are on? you the one screaming drunk? You guys are pussy. Are you the one yelling at everybody about how them telling you you're drunk is annoying them? Are you that one? Well, that one guy was yelling the N-word pretty good. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. But it was us. We were the problem. And then later we discovered, uh, and if you've ever cried at work and apologized for behavior outside of work, make it your last time. Don't do it twice. The second time is bad. <laughs> Third time you're right out. First time you're probably out. Anyway, sorry, Stephen. Thanks for the email, but Christmas party season is here. Highly recommend what our boss, Trip Reeb, is doing. At 12 o'clock, everybody gets a couple of margaritas and a burrito and get the hell out of here. Wait an hour and drive home. At all of you, sales staff, they'll get, they'll get a little twisted. You'll get a couple of those little ones down there that'll start bobbing around the office drunk. We got stairs. We got, oh, this is just rife for lawsuits. But... That's why they do it downstairs now. There's no balcony. You're not going up there. We did it in the kitchen that one year, and then we started seeing people like wobbling around the stairs. Like, ooh, we should keep this on the. You got to get downstairs. But I don't know how you did it in the 60s. They'd drink at work. Mad men type uh, thing. In like June, they'd have a couple of pops. All those 70s detective shows, every main guy's office. Alcohol. (laughs) Have a cigarette and a scotch, you know, and ready to go. I got alcohol in my office, and it's for show. Like there's n- never when I'm not cracking that open. It's crazy talk. It's typical pussy. But I will. I will uh, Wednesday for the Christmas thing. I'm sure Trip will come and go. Mm, I'm try this Metallica black and stuff. I'm like, well, that's kind of a collect. Okay, it's open. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> it's good. It's good stuff. The black and and we'll be cracking open. The Holmberg Browns will be all over. We'll, we'll be all right. But everybody be careful. Christmas party season. What do you got there, Bird, on the music board? Wake Up Song, of course, brought to you by our buddies over there at Action Ride Shop. They got the boards. They got the skis. They got the bikes for you. Plus, right now, it's uh, 25% off all Action-branded jackets and hoodies for the holidays. So go in there and do some Christmas shopping. ActionRideShop.com. Jops and the boys are going to take care of you. But uh, on the list. Uh, Fat Bottom Girls for uh, Kirstie Alley, of course, making the list. Oh, no. (laughs) Guys. Avatar, Slayer. Parkway Drive, Skid Row, Volbeat, uh, Dropkick wow. Murphy's for Tommy. Tommy, what a uh, what a night last night! <laughs> Shipping up shipped to Boston. To Boston yep. They're still playing songs about Boston <laughs> for Tom's wins down in Tampa. Uh, Rage, Parkway Drive, Nine Inch Nails, Deftones. Uh, Randy Rhodes' birthday is today. It so, is. Yeah. Ah, yeah, oh, I, I was going to say Lola Montez until you said that. Yeah. All right. Well, there you go. Over the mountain. Yeah, we'll go over. Let's the mountain. do a little. It's Rand- how old would Randy have been? Uh, he died when he was like twenty-two. Ago. I think. Good Lord. 25 he, he died at. Oh, he's 20. So he'd be, yeah, was, he'd be almost 70. Yeah, he's bo- yeah, he born in 70. No. No, wait a minute. Yeah. That can't be right because he died in like 82, That's right? 83? He'd be 65 or 66. Born in 56. 56. So, yeah. Wow. He'd be retired. Yeah, I don't know. Ozzy's still going. Mid-60s. Yeah, he'd be retired. He retired himself. Randy Rhodes, the original, like... Had Eddie Van Halen, and then that dude showed up. Yeah. Like, oh my God, the guitar revolution is now. The battle was on. Oh, it was awesome. You had so much great guitar work going on at that time. Hey, it's not weird. It's pretty cool, actually. No membership fee. I have heard enough of this.
You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com.